Hi everyone, this is Jenny, and welcome to Fifty Shades of Rosé. Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Fifty Shades of Rosé. I am Jenny, your host, and I am feeling very nervy. <laughs> I'm very nervous right now just because I'm talking to myself in the living room in a mic and it's really surreal hearing yourself speak. I had to restart that fucking 15 second intro like 30 times because I'm like, oh my God. I'm saying hello, everyone. So weird. And then I decided to pull up a picture of my boyfriend on my laptop. And now it's a selfie of him staring at me so that I feel like I'm talking to him and not talking to myself because that's weird and I'm not used to that. And since this is like my second or third time actually recording this, hopefully I'll get more used to it. But like I said, this is actually my second time recording this first episode completely because um, after I recorded the first initial episode and I edited it completely, it was like about 38 minutes long, I believe. I listened to it over and said, oof. Jenny, you could do better. Um, This episode is kind of whack. So this is why I'm posting this two weeks later than when I actually wanted to post this. Sorry, D. I know I've been I even told myself like, come on, I need to get this started. But listen, the life got in the way. So let's hope that this one will end up on the internet or in the interweb somewhere where I will feel good enough to post this. Okay, let me give you a background of what this voice segment, (laughs) this podcast is going to be about. Who the fuck I am? Who am I? Why am I recording this and what the fuck is going on? Why is this fucking bitch talking to herself and why are you listening to her? Like I said, my name is Jenny and I am the co-founder of the Sugar and Spice Instagram page along with my dear bad bitch friend, D. Diaja. She's also my sorority sister, which is how I met her. But she a bad bitch, and I am very grateful to have her in my life. She texted me saying that she was going to start the Sugar and Spice Instagram page where we, as women, empower each other, and we feature powerful women and inspiring women so that, you know, woman power. But she started this Instagram page and she offered me a chance to be on the panel on another podcast with a lot of the other panelists where we're going to speak like once a month about topics as a big group. But I told her that I've been wanting to start a podcast segment of my own for a while now, but I never really got the balls to do it. Because I I don't know. I just didn't know where to begin. I don't know where I wanted to go with it. And she was like, no, it's a good idea. It's a really good idea. And maybe it could be a segment that's featured on this page. Which is why we're here right now. Um, So that is why you are listening to me right now. Um, I will be posting an episode here. Hopefully every self-care Saturday because this podcast is actually supposed to be a DIY therapy for me because a bitch is 
struggling with her health insurance. Um, I can't really afford therapy on my own. So this talking to myself and writing out my thoughts and what I want to share with the world and actually speaking it out is going to be considered my therapy because I've noticed that just me vocalizing my thoughts have given me more clarity on me as a person and just it's it's better than internalizing it because then it builds up and I don't like that. I actually have been wanting to start a podcast after listening to a lot of different ones and it really got me into the podcasting world because before I used to just you know play a YouTube video in the back or have um, Netflix playing in the back or just music on but I've noticed that I like podcasting more because I just love the fact that even when I'm alone it feels like someone is with me and talking to me like engaging in a conversation with me and just keeping me company so I'm not lonely so hopefully I can do that for you Personally, I just don't like silence when I'm doing things like washing the dishes or in the shower or just doing chores because for some reason I'm scared of like ghosts and that something will pop out of me, out at me like in a horror movie and literally me just saying that right now I'm scared. Because I feel like I'm jinxing myself and I'm going to look around and hope that nothing, please don't, not, please nothing happen to me. It will be recorded if it is. Okay. Yeah, that's just, I don't know. I've been very scared. Maybe it's all the horror movies that I like to watch. But yeah, I like watching, usually when I'm cooking or, or I'm in the shower, I need the noise. And of, of course, why not be entertained? So I like the entertainment, but I've noticed that when I put a YouTube video on or a Netflix show on as background noise, even if it's background noise, I can't pay attention to it. Like I, I hear what they're saying and it's making sense to me, but that's only half the picture because I'm not actually seeing it. So I start getting disengaged and I literally don't even know what's happening by the time I'm done with the video. I'm like, I don't even know what happened. What did the Try Guys make? What what plushies did they make? What is this makeup look? What was what product was used? I, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I'll use it as background noise. And lately, since I've been listening to podcasts, I'm still able to follow along and engage in the conversation. And I literally get lost in the conversation. So even when I'm listening to it, I don't feel scared on, you know, fucking ghosts. And I'm still able to focus on what I'm doing, like washing my vagina versus, but still be entertained, but not distracted, if that makes sense. So all that was why you're listening to me right now, speaking to myself and posting this. Anyway, it's self-care Saturday, everyone. How is everyone feeling? Is everyone having a good day? A bad day? How are y'all doing? What color are you feeling on the mood meter? (laughs) I just lately can't get the mood meter out of my head because at the school that I'm working at, um, we incorporate a lot of social emotional learning. And there's a mood meter taped in literally every single classroom. And we always tell the kids like, okay, be aware of your emotions. And so you can better acknowledge it so that you know how to cope with it. And it's always good to acknowledge your emotions. So the mood meter is just stuck in my head. Um, And this past week was spirit week. So one of the days we had to wear the color on the mood meter that you felt that week um 
I wanted to wear yellow, but yellow is not a very flattering color on me. I'm talking about like a bright yellow. Yeah, that's not a flattering color on me personally. And I don't really have anything that's yellow other than like a Queens College move-in day shirt. And I wasn't going to wear that. So I ended up wearing like this nude shirt and considered it yellow because I was happy. I'm happy because it's spring break this fucking week. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Thank God it's spring break. Finally. It feels like I've been waiting so long. If you don't know what the mood meter is, and you don't know what I've been talking about this whole time, just Google image a picture of mood meter and you'll see. But if you don't want to do that, um, the basic gist is that there are four main colors that represent your mood. Um, Yellow being a high energy, pleasant feeling. For example, excited, cheerful, or energized. Like, I wore yellow because I was very excited for spring break. Um, So that's high energy, pleasant feelings. Um, The second color is green, and that's low energy, pleasant. So you're, you're feeling good, but you're just not excited, per se. You're low energy. For example, you're calm. You're peaceful, you're mellow, you're comfortable. Those are all pleasant feelings, but you're just not high energy. You know, you're zen. Since though there's high energy and low energy, green and yellow, there's also two unpleasant feelings, red and blue. Red is high energy, unpleasant feelings, like angry, stressed, annoyed, or panicked. And then there's blue for low energy, unpleasant feelings like bored or sad or lonely. Okay, so those are the four main colors on the mood meter. And I was feeling a yellow. And today I'm even feeling a yellow. It's fucking 80 degrees today. It's Friday. And I got off work and it's spring break next week. Fuck Yes. Yes. This day couldn't have come faster. So after, you know, me telling you guys a little bit, me teaching you guys a little bit about the mood meter. Hold on, I have to sneeze. It's coming. Fuck, it went away. <laughs> damn it i hate when that happens i wanted to sneeze okay but anyway since it's self-care saturday let's fucking self-care right now based on the mood meter we know that there's four colors and a high energy and a low energy pleasant or unpleasant feeling so how are you feeling today What color are you identifying as? Just take some time now to reflect on your day right now. How are you feeling? Have you had a stressful day? You're feeling a little blue or in between blue and red. Or maybe you're happy because it's a nice weather out. So take some time to identify your color so that you can identify your emotions even if it's bad. So just acknowledging them is just going to make them... I don't know. I don't know. You're just... You're just going to... It's just going to cope. You're just going to cope with it better. If you're excited and happy, it'll... Identifying that will make you more excited and happy. And if you're feeling sad or lonely or annoyed identifying that will also make you happier because you know that it's just an emotion and emotions pass and it just takes a little something to brighten up your day so hopefully i can help brighten your day just a little bit okay just a little bit by chilling with me by having this conversation with me or having me distract you or even if you're trying to listen to this so that you can hate on me 
<laughs> That's fine. But personally, I am feeling yellow today. I was feeling yellow that day that I wore yellow for Spirit Week, but I'm also feeling yellow today because of the good ass fucking weather. And I'm happy. It's spring break. And I'm also feeling very inspired to start this podcast. Nervous, very nervy, but inspired. I'm very glad that I'm getting this started. I'm putting my thoughts into actions and hopefully this will happen. This will manifest itself. I can do this. So, like I said before, when I first recorded the first episode, I trashed it completely. And that first episode was supposed to be about identity. And I was basically um, letting you guys get to know me. Like, I spoke about my um, horoscope signs, like my moon sign and my sun sign. Um, And I spoke about the different ways that I identify myself from personality tests and those results. But after listening, I just thought... There are better ways for people to understand my identity. So why don't we actually dive deeper and get juicier with it? Okay, let's get juicier. And I was like, oh, you know what's a good idea? Let's share my insecurities with the world. So based on this title, as you can see, today we're here to talk about my insecurities. Yay! What the fuck is an insecurity in the first place? I know we all fucking have them. I know you have them. And it's okay if you have them. Because we all have them. But let's see. What is an insecurity? Let's fucking... Okay, let's ask the all-knowing goddess bitch of them all, Siri. Yes. What? Oh, yes? What is an insecurity? Here's what I found. Oh, bitch, come on, read me the definition. Define insecurity. Insecurity means uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, lack of confidence. Uncertainty or anxiety about oneself or something or a lack of confidence. Basically, insecurities are things that make you feel like you've got that little dick energy. There are things that make you feel like you got that dry-ass pussy instead of that wet-ass pussy. You got the dop instead of the wop. Okay? Insecurities be doing us dirty like that. Okay? We don't want little dick energy here. We don't want dop here. Which is why I'm trying to address my insecurities so that I can achieve wop status. Yes, but I believe that we all have insecurities. There has to be something that we don't like about ourselves it could be physical it could be the way you do something it could be social but i believe that we all have insecurities because we are our own biggest critics okay we judge ourselves more than other people would because we're just harsh on ourselves anyway i don't believe that there's anyone in the world who doesn't have a single insecurity. Like I'm talking about they feel perfectly content with who they are. Like I like they believe they are perfect. They look perfect. Everything about them is perfect. They are so confident. They are everything they want to be financially. Econo- <laughs> economically, that's the fucking same thing. Financially, physically, mentally, socially, all of that perfect introduce me please if you know someone like that please introduce me so that i can fucking interview them and be like how how do you get your life together like that because i need that give me whatever you're having or teach fucking write a book so that i can buy it so i can learn but yeah so we're talking about insecurity today and i have a good amount these fucking insecurities be getting to me. I do have a good amount of insecurities. 
Now, to the people who actually know me in person, um, you may not think that I seem like an insecure person to the general public or like I don't display myself as being an anxious person. But internally, I actually am a pretty anxious and needy person when it comes to validation. Yes, needy is the word. And I've come to this adjective needy because if you ask my boyfriend, he will be like, dude, you're so fucking needy sometimes. And I'm like, but you love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you ask him, he like I always say, do you love me? Do you love me? How much do you love me? And I'll literally ask that three times a day. And we've been in a relationship for more than five years. And I still ask that. Do you love me? Do you love me? How much do you love me? Just because I need the validation. And at this point, he replies with the no, bitch. The fuck? I don't love you. Why the fuck? If I don't love you, why are you in my house right now? <laughs> um, yeah. Or he'll be like, no, I hate you. Just to get a reaction out of me. And, I'll, and then be like, okay, shut the fuck up, bitch. You know I fucking love you. Stop. And then sometimes he'll even react with the, are you serious? Do you really think I don't love you? Just because I ask so often. And he's like, do you really think that? Because if you think that, that's not good. And I don't know what I did. And I'm like, no, just kidding. I know you love me. <laughs> I just need to hear you say it so that you can remind me. <laughs> so you can remind me that you love me. I want to be reminded. And I want you to validate me that you love me and that I'm loved. Ew, that is the extent of my needing of validation. And maybe that could be an insecurity, needing to be loved and liked. Um, but yeah, ow, now that I'm actually verbalizing it, see, see, fucking therapy. Now that I'm verbalizing it, ew, what the fuck? I sound mad annoying. And now... The world fucking knows it or the people who are listening to this all know I'm a fucking needy ass bitch. But as an attempt to tackle some of my insecurities and neediness, I figured that I would share three out of my fucking scroll of insecurities. So by sharing them, hopefully this is me acknowledging them and me just letting go of them and just accepting it as what it is because it's let's fucking self-care, baby. Let's fucking do this. Let's fucking get this big dick energy. Let's get the WAP. OK, it's, we need WAP for tw summer 2021 because we're fucking tired of COVID and we need WAP. So let's do this. Let's fucking get this. And it's spring. So spring cleaning mentally. Let's fucking do this. Whew. Let's start with my first insecurity. I can't believe I'm sharing this. <laughs> okay. So my first insecurity is a pretty common one, I believe. And... I can hold on. I swear that wasn't a fart. It was the chair behind me rubbing against the wall because <laughs> it's spinning around and it's like a spinny bar chair, bar stool chair kind of thing. And I it wasn't a fart. <laughs> if it was it was a fart, I would have let you know. <laughs> okay, but my first insecurity is my body image. I feel like it is a pretty common one, but I am actually pretty insecure about my body. Um, I just feel like it's so easy to be insecure about your body image because, I mean, anyone with a social media account can see the curves on Miss Kylie or Miss Kim with their, you know, tiny, tiny snatched waists and their big, big 
plump Georgian peaches. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, well, damn, I don't got that. And I don't got the money to get that either. So mm, you got to work with what you got. Um, but I've noticed personally that when I look in a mirror, I tend to focus on my waist, like my belly area. And I, I'm saying this because I don't know if I'm the only one, but sometimes I get butt ass naked and I just stare in the mirror and I just look at myself <laughs> just to analyze myself to see where we're at, what we're working with here. But when I do that, my focal point goes to my waist stomach area. And every time I look, I just I'm just hoping I'm like, OK, I'm going to see these 11 line abs. OK, I'm going to be a little more toned, a little more definition. I want my waist to be a little smaller. And then I would like purposely rotate myself in a spur, a certain position like in the light so I could be like oh oh maybe I see a little something over there oh maybe that's some contour of some abs going on and I really in my mind I'm like okay it is it is <laughs> because that's what I need to tell myself just so I can feel good about myself which is not good because I shouldn't depend on what two little fucking shadows on my stomach or the shape of my stomach for me to be feel confident about myself like what the hell and on some days i feel so bloated it's probably because of like the late ramen that i be eating at night sometimes or uh, the snacks that i'm eating at night i just have a tendency to snack a lot <laughs> especially at night um but when I snack a lot, I tend to get bloated. And then I end up looking like Winnie the Pooh over there with the, with the bloat. And, and I'm like, okay, okay. Because I did this to myself, the next day, I have to eat healthier. I have to eat healthier so I can get my waist smaller. And then when I continue to look in the mirror, I continue to analyze myself and then pick out, be like, okay, what else don't I like my about myself? Let me turn around. Okay. Oh, why isn't my butt bigger? Why is it not like plumper or rounder? Oh, I want it to be more like peachy. <laughs> or, oh my God, look at my arms. They're so flabby. I wish they were thinner. I wish they were more toned. Even on good days, I can't help but find at least one thing that I don't like. And then a good day would be like, oh, okay, I only don't like my arms. Okay, that's fine. Compared to days where I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, damn, a bitch bloated. But this is a problem because I don't want to be like this. I want to be confident in my body regardless of my rolls and my arm jiggle and everything and the folds and the crevices and the curves okay i want i want to be comfortable with it as i've been thinking about it recently i think a lot of this actually stems from my past experiences um and how i grew up in an asian household um where Thin is pretty. If you want to be pretty or considered pretty, you have to be thin. And growing up, I was always on the skinny side of the spectrum. Like, I was pretty active because my mom took me to dance classes at a pretty young age. I think I was like in fifth grade when I actually started dancing. And then when I was like young, young, I've been dancing since like kindergarten or like pre-K when I was back in China, back in my homeland. But um, yeah, I was pretty, I was on the thin side growing up. 
so I had a pretty small frame all throughout my childhood until around like the high school-ish area. Because in high school, I joined the cheerleading team. So I became like a little more toned, but I didn't really watch what I ate. So it was more like a skinny fat kind of thing. But then during my senior year of high school, I decided to compete in a bodybuilding competition, which was pretty interesting. Um, I learned so much about nutrition and just like how it's how you can so easily like form your body to the be the way it you wanted it to be. But it came at such a big cost because I had to do it in such a short amount of time. And it really fucked with my head, I think, because I lost a good amount of weight and I toned down like way more than I've ever before in about, I would say, maybe four or five months, like before that, before the four or five months, I would think about it because I'd be like, okay, I'm pretty interested in competing, but I really wasn't dedicating myself to it until those four or five months uh before i feel like it it fucked me up like with my relationship with food because i dieted pretty hard and i exercised a good amount too so i could you know burn the body fat and i did lose weight but i think because of that i hit like my fitness and physical peak like ever and I don't think I have ever gotten as toned as I was then because at that time I I did a lot I was pretty active I'm I'm, I'm not even gonna lie like I was the captain of the cheerleading team I had cheer practice three times out of the week and it was be right after school around from three to like 5 30 or 6 and then sometimes I also joined a dance team so right after cheer practice I would go to the dance team and dance practice for another two hours so by the time I got there it was like seven dance practice was over by nine and then I started getting home and that kind of just became like a lifestyle for me like I just got used to it but, oh my God, if I were to do that now, like all that, and on top of schoolwork, and I had weekend work on the side, I don't think I would ever do that again. That was so stressful. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But I did it. <laughs> it was an experience. And I don't regret it because I learned so much. But I'm saying all of this because I it was a positive experience for me, even though it did fuck me up with my food relationship because I just learned so much looking back now but because I hit my physical peak at the time and I'm not even saying like I was fucking crazy toned I like had a six-pack and really toned abs no I was just as toned as I ever was I think I was weighing about like 115 to 120 that range and I'm five feet tall. <laughs> That's it. Five feet, almost five feet one. So I was pretty toned. And if I flexed the right way, I would have a baby, 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 baby four pack. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, so at that time, that was the thinnest I ever was. And then because I dieted so much right after the show, I binged on food and I gained not just my weight back, but double the weight back. I really binged on food. Like sometimes I would go to 7-Eleven and buy the family size Cheetos, bring it home, and then I can eat that family size Cheetos. I would leave it in my room and I could eat it in a span of two or three days at night and it I usually binged at night too so I clearly gained 
the weight back because I just couldn't stop eating because I deprived myself of all this food for this so long. And it was the summer before going to college. So because it was summer, I was able to stay home more, which allowed me to binge more on the food and the snacking. But around, I would say, um, I would say around August, like two weeks before I had to go like start college. Yeah, two weeks before I had to start college, I noticed my body and I was like, okay, I am not happy with where I am. And I don't think I have ever been as confident as I was back then. Back at the 15, 16 year old Jenny fucking bodybuilding, competing in it in that in that um, atmosphere, because now I'm so self-conscious about my body. I don't think I can put myself in a bodybuilding competition now, so I don't know how I did then. But as you can see, this is why I feel like I am so self-conscious about my body now because it does not look like what my 16-year-old body looked, which is, I mean, it. I should be expecting it. I mean, I'm 23 years old. I sh. I shouldn't expect myself to look like a 16-year-old <laughs> or have the body of a 16-year-old even though I was toned. I mean, I want that back. But I shouldn't expect myself to be as small as I once was because I'm a woman now. And back then, I was just a teenage girl. So even me verbalizing this right now is making me realize like how much I really compare myself to what I was, but I don't know why. But me acknowledging it now will help me not do that. <laughs> um, after I started gaining the weight back and was in college, I don't think I ever gained that confidence that I once had back. So... As a solution to this, as I was journaling this through and writing the outline for this episode, I figured that I would try to create a solution for myself so I can overcome these insecurities. I can't even talk. Um, the, so I can overcome these insecurities. So I've actually been trying it like two or three days now. But now, recently, when I look in the mirror, when I'm butt-ass naked, I try to see what I do like about myself instead of what I don't like. But I have to name it, like, very specifically. And when I first did it, it was actually pretty hard to come up with something. And I was like, uh, what do I like about myself? And then that made me realize, like, damn, that's not good. Because my body gives me everything I need to survive. I should like it. I'm health. I'm healthy. I would like to consider myself healthy. I eat in and I cook for myself. So I should be able to name things that I like about my body. So as I started practicing that, now I'm able to name more things that I like. And my focus isn't directly at my bloated stomach anymore like it's not my my waist and my stomach area is not my automatic focal point anymore sometimes I would try to look at myself and I'd be like okay okay Jenny okay Jenny your hair looking good today girl hmm Oh, would you look at that? Oh, your boobies are looking pretty nice. Your titties are looking on point. Maybe they're a little bit plumper than usual because you're about to get your period. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that. My eyeliner today is so nice. Look at that. That little wing. Oh, done so nicely. But just noticing the little things like that helped me 
just shift away from the negative so that I can be a little more positive. So yes, that was my that is my solution. And if you do feel like you're experiencing the same thing, I suggest trying this. Just look at yourself in the mirror and just start with like one thing that you like about yourself. But you have to be specific. And then two things. And then three things. And as the day goes on, it gets a little easier. It gets more and you're, you name more things about yourself that you like. Which is good. So yes, that is my first insecurity. Just body image overall. I have to keep burping. Oh my god, hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. That's because I ate pinto. This like Costa Rican rice and beans dish. That I made for lunch for me and my boyfriend. So, the beans. The beans got me gassy. <laughs> okay, that was TMI. Okay, let's continue. Um, my second insecurity, I would say, is my social anxiety. <laughs> and for those of you who know me in person, I feel like I don't seem like that much of an anxious person. Yeah, internally, internally, I am. I remember before COVID, I would classify myself as like an antisocial extrovert because I loved going out and I loved being around people and having conversations, even though I did also like my moments of silence and alone time. But I still liked, I like both. I like haven't. I liked having moments of silence, but I still liked, I loved the going out aspect. Like going to a party was the highlight of my week. But, and even the Meyer Briggs personality test confirmed it. Because I remember when I took the test, it said that I was 60 to 70% extroverted to 30 to 40% introverted. But that is before COVID. Now, it's a completely different story. Now, I would classify myself as a social introvert. Because now, I feel like my social anxiety has definitely increased. When I talk to people sometimes, even if it's really small conversations, like, Hi, how are you? Okay, great. Have a nice day. And then I walk away. After I walk away, I go over in my head what I said like two to three times to make sure that I didn't say anything wrong. Not even wrong, but like to mouth it because in my mask to make sure my face was looking right when I said it. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, that type of social anxiety. Or if I go to the grocery store and there's a lot of people, I feel like people are looking at me and I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I'm always pushing my cart into someone else. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, I'm in your way. Oh, oh, sorry. And I feel like I can't stay in one place and park my shopping cart somewhere and walk away and look. That could be because of me just not wanting to be in crowds and crowds making me uncomfortable because of COVID. But um, that's another note. I'm talking about I also have social anxiety where I'm like nervous to say the wrong thing. Like I really want to have a good impression on people. And I've noticed that I just want people to like me. I want to I want, I'm a people pleaser. That's what I am. I'm a fucking people pleaser. Tell me how I can make you happy and I will try my best because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I can't say no. I mean, don't ask me for my news or don't, you know, there are no freebies. But I'm trying to say like, if you're asking me for a favor, And if I can help you, that's not against my morals, then I will try my best to. 
and I just want everyone to be having a good time and I don't want anyone to be offended or hurt or bothered I just want good vibes and I like I worry about offending people I just want everyone to have a good time and that's one of my flaws because I feel like by doing that I can't be my true self because I'm just worrying about if I'm saying something wrong it shouldn't be like that if I don't like something or don't like something that someone is doing or don't want to do something with someone I should be able to speak up for myself and say no and just speak my opinions without feeling guilty or being aware of myself very self-aware or just being worried of like oh my god did I offend their their feelings so since social anxiety and me not expressing myself well is my second insecurity the solution I've created for that is to try to make the conscious effort of expressing how I feel at least once a week I'm trying to make the conscious effort to answer my questions truthfully like say no if I really don't want to go for something or do something like if my boyfriend asks me to wash the dishes no (laughs) because I don't want to wash the dishes I'm tired you wash the dishes (laughs) no but that's jokingly but for example um I've moved out of my parents' house pretty recently, like I think six months ago, maybe six or seven months ago. And I moved into my boyfriend's house. And the thing is, we live five blocks away from each other. So it's very easy to walk from my house to his house, clearly. And my grandparents... I love them dearly, but my grandparents love to bring food to me and us to eat. And that's fine. That's a very good thing. I thank you. Thank you, Papa. (laughs) That's my grandma. Thank you, Papa and Gong Gong. Um, I'm very grateful for the food, but the problem is, we never finish the food, me and my boyfriend. We never finish the food. We eat it. We eat as much as we can from it. But we never finish it because they give so much. And let's say today they give me food. Tomorrow they would give me the same amount, the quantity of food. And I'm like, okay, thank you. We didn't finish it. Don't give it to us because let us finish the one we have in the fridge first. And... They were like, no, 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 no. Um, your gongong is going to go sanbo anyway, which is like your grandpa's about to go take his after dinner stroll anyway. And since it's five blocks, he might as well drop it off. And me trying to be a good granddaughter is like, okay, okay, I'll bring it over. I'll meet you at the door. Because I can't say no. And I don't want to upset them and make them think that I'm ungrateful for the food. So I'm trying to practice really just insisting no. I'm 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 good. Even something small like that. Like I genuinely thank you, but let me let me finish the food that we have before you give me more cuz we're going to end up throwing it away. And I've been trying the past two times that they've offered to bring food over i've been like no 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 i'm really good and i've had to really insist and they were fine they were fine with it they were like okay after you know insisting for a while they were like okay that's fine and i'm like okay i'll let you know when i do want the food don't worry i still want it but just i'll let you know when i want it but yeah starting with something small like that i feel like has helped me be a more aware of wanting to express my nose so that i will finally grow some big balls one day 
and not be so much of a fucking pushover and a and a people pleaser. I will only be a people pleaser to the people I really care about. Then I will please you, baby. Turn around and so I can please you more, baby. But not in a sexual way, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get back to my third insecurity. My third insecurity, I would say, would be my sense of humor. <laughs> because when I reflect, I feel like it's pretty fucking hard to get me to like belly laugh, like laugh, like crying laugh. Unless I'm really, really, really close to you. Unless I'm really, really close to someone, I feel like I don't allow myself to be as silly and as goofy and to allow myself to laugh and make childish jokes as I would if I'm alone or with people that I'm close to, which is why I might be acting silly now or goofy now or making, you know, singing fucking jokes now. But in person, I don't think I would be doing that because I don't want people to think I'm weird. So my social anxiety is affecting my sense of humor because then I'm not really connecting to jokes that people are making or just reacting the same way to jokes. Like it takes a lot for me to laugh, laugh. Like the things I laugh at are very, very silly, silly things. <laughs> um, what is one? For example, okay. My boyfriend's cat is very, very thick with like five C's. And her name is Dabs, but I gave her the nickname as Mrs. E.B. Squint because she's stay having eye boogers in her eyes all the time. She has a pretty flat face as a cat. So when she cleans herself as like in her face, she doesn't really get her eye boogers. So we would wipe them and an hour later there'll be crusties in her eye again. And we're like, girl, why are you such a Miss E.B. squint? Because she stays squinting because of it. She was squint and look at us. We're like, oh my God, I have eye boogers in my eye. You guys are not going to help me clean them. And we're like, bitch, we cleaned your eyes so many times. You're just being a fucking E.B. squint. You're just being E.B. squint. Girl, come on. Try just a little harder to clean your face. And I feel like at this point, she has gotten so used to us cleaning her face that she doesn't even try anymore. She just lets it build up and it's like a giant chunk in her eyes. Like in the in the tear ducts of her eyes. And she'd be fine with it. I, I mean, it probably doesn't bother her or she doesn't feel it. But she starts squinting because of it. So I would assume it bothers her. <laughs> um... But yeah, she just doesn't. So she's Miss E.B. Squint. And when I came up with that nickname, I fucking died laughing. <laughs> so something stupid like that, I laugh at. But normal jokes, like jokes that I hear on like TikTok or Instagram or even dark humor. I don't know. It just takes me a lot to laugh but what's funny about eb squint is because it's a play on words because she's supposed to be eb white from the author of charlotte's web so that's where i got my inspiration from eb squint and eb white we have eb white our charlotte's web author and mrs eb squint Miss Eye Booger Squinty Girl because she's Miss Eye Boogers. <laughs> yes. So things like that make me make me laugh. And I want to share my side like that part of my humor 
with the world and expand my sense of humor and not be perceived as weird because I feel like if I make that joke in person to someone they'd be like how did you even get that so unless I'm really really close to you I feel like I'm I'm not silly like that and I want to be silly because I want to connect with people more and just laugh more as a person so I can be happier because I don't want to close myself off and disconnect with people I want to I want to create bonds with people so that when I'm a fucking grandma ass bitch, I can I can reflect and be like, okay, I've had very positive relationships in my life and I've had good energy. That's all I want. I want to be comfortable with myself so that I can start making jokes with myself in public, socially, and just not take myself so seriously. So... Yeah, that's, I guess that's also my solution. I don't want to take myself so seriously. I want to start making jokes that I personally like in a public environment with people that I'm not as close to. And I want to do that at least once a week so I can hold myself accountable. I just want to be a goon, okay? So yes. That is my third insecurity, my sense of humor. (sighs) And those are my three insecurities that I am sharing with the world. It is up in the internet now. If If I'm officially posting this, if you want to hate on me and want to attack me and stab me in the heart, now you have three ways to do it. But I feel like by talking about it, Maybe I can let go of it. Maybe I'm already in the process of letting go of it. And what a nice way to start the first episode because you guys know so much more about me now. We had deep conversation just now. You dove into my heart just now. You just had heart surgery on me just now. (laughs) You dove in deep. See, she said she like a deep. (laughs) Okay, a lot deeper. Definitely a lot deeper than what the first original episode was going to be because that was just horoscopes which is still interesting maybe it could be a a episode later on but horoscopes and my personality test results and how it has made me more reflective (laughs) but yes we've gotten a lot deeper this first episode uh, round two, take two. And that is it. That is all I want to share with the world for today. If you are still listening to this right now, oh my goodness, thank you so much for tuning in and listening for so long and supporting me. I truly, I truly, truly appreciate it. Like genuinely, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to my thoughts and just caring to listen and supporting me and my podcast. If you would like to get weekly updates or just more updates on this podcast and what we this podcast is all about and more woman content please follow the sugar and spice club instagram page it is at sugar and spice club underscore that's it there's no the in the beginning in the username it's sugar and spice club underscore that is the instagram page handle okay So if you don't mind, please give us a quick follow. It would be greatly appreciated. And if you would like to follow me on my personal Instagram page, it is Jenny Rose, J-E-N-N-Y-R-O-S-A-E, like Rose, R-O-S-A-E, because they wouldn't let me put an E with a fucking accent mark. So R O S A E, Jenny Rose. 
is my Instagram page. Thank you so much for turning tuning in. And that's it. I hope you have a wonderful evening or night or day or afternoon, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. I hope you're having good energy. I hope you're putting good vibes into the world. I hope you have a good dig down. I hope you have good sex tonight. I hope you have a good pussy licking tonight. I hope you have just good vibes. Don't forget to self-care today on this self-care Saturday. And I will talk to you next Saturday. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.